Well, hey, Connect Church, Dan and Amber here. We are excited to talk to you about something that you may have heard in our last service, our online service. We are kicking off what we're calling the Radical 60 Challenge. I'm so pumped for this. You are pumped. This was your idea. This is your brainchild. Well, no, it it wasn't just my idea. Um, I had a massage client who came in, and I won't give him a shout out, Dave Wimbush. And um, we were brainstorming different ways to grow closer to God and what was a way that we could do it as an initiation, well, that's the wrong word, Um, more of a challenge for the beginning of your year, how to kick something off and to grow closer to Jesus step by step, Mm -hmm. something tangible, something that is just like a checklist, not like, okay, you accepted Jesus. Now what do you do? Mm -hmm. But like here's step-by-step It's like a plan or a program, right? And we know that plans and programs are super helpful when you're trying to get physically healthy. Right. If you're trying to get more disciplined, if you're trying to clean up the house more, whatever it might be, like if you have a checklist, if you have a plan that you can kind of work from, then you can ensure that you're doing the things that you're supposed to be doing every single day. Mm -hmm. And so you guys came up with this idea. You took some inspiration from some other programs that were out there. And you came up with this idea, let's create six things, six um, disciplines or habits, six actions that a person can take every single day. And if you were to do these for 60 days straight, you would really grow in your faith. Yes. You would find yourself much closer to Jesus. You would find yourself much more mature in your following of him. And so you brought this idea to me and I was like, whew, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work, but I can definitely see the value well, in it. it. Man, it should challenge you. Mm -hmm. If you look at something and you're like, oh, my plan for January or 2021 should be easy, then then that's not a challenge. And if we're going to grow, if God is going to mold us, it should be challenging. And so we need to be focused on what is going to propel us forward Mm -hmm. in our relationship with God. So good. Um, Yeah. So what is it? It's a 60-day spiritual boot camp. Okay. 60 days. Let's go. Yes. And um, we often make plans and we try and grow closer to God, but we rarely have these practical steps. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. It's a practical plan every single day for you to grow closer to God. 60 full days. 60 full days. Consecutive days. Consecutive. Yep. Now, um, you can... Um, start this whenever you want. Okay. But we, as a church, are kicking this off officially January 11th. So from right now, this is a Monday. We have one full week of planning, whatever you need to do to get it ready, <laughs> and then go. But you know what? There's some people at Connect Church who have already kicked this off. Mm-hmm. They're posting it. They're They're up and doing it, and it's awesome. I love it. So – you can do it whenever you want. If you're listening to this a year from now, that's okay. You can totally. start it, do it, run with it, encourage others to do it with you. All right. So the first thing that you need to do, if you're going to do this 60 step plan or the 60 step, 60 day challenge, <laughs> not 60 steps, not 60 steps, six <laughs> steps, um, 60 day spiritual boot camp. Let's say it right. Um, the first thing you need to do, you need to commit to it. Yeah. Be all in. Mm -hmm. Don't say, "Mm, I'll try this out and we'll see how it works. Commit to it. Be all in and and be all in because you're sharing it. You know what? It's the same thing as like being baptized and and you're like, you know, I'm a Christian and you're okay with sharing that with your Christian friends. (laughs) But when you go public with your faith, 
you're all in. You're committed. It's the same thing when you're making a commitment to God to grow closer or doing a challenge. You're right. So mindset is going to be really important in this because like this is going to stretch you. It isn't always going to be easy. Life is going to get in the way of completing these daily tasks. And so you've got to have the mindset that, no, I'm going to conquer. I'm going to overcome. I am going to complete this because I know how good it is for me. So you're right. Make the commitment 60 days. We're going to knock this thing out. Then on top of that, you're going to have to, um, you're going to need accountability, right? You need accountability. I need accountability. The only way that we're ever really going to be able to see ourselves complete a program like this is when the world knows that we're doing it. And, uh, we feel that pressure of like, oh man, you know, I said I was going to do this. I told everybody I was going to do this. And so like, I want to, I want to do it. I Mm want to finish this thing out. So you do want to commit and then you want to start sharing. You want to start letting people know that, Hey, I'm entering into this 60 day program. I'm so pumped about it. But it's not just about bragging and it's not just about accountability. It's actually an invitation, right? Right. Yeah. The more you share about it, the more likely it is that someone in your circle of friends, your network is going to do this with you. Mm -hmm. And that's helpful. Absolutely. Especially if maybe you're single, you don't have anyone in your home that would do this with you, or maybe your spouse or loved one or whatever is like, no, I'm never doing that. Maybe they're not even a believer. I don't know. But maybe you feel like you're going to do this alone that that's not the case. Mm -hmm. We're doing this together. But even if this is months from now that you're kicking this off, share it so that other people, I'm telling you, when I shared it, there was like instantly 15 people who were like, oh yeah, I'm doing this too. Mm -hmm. So you will be shocked at how many people who are craving to grow closer to God and want to do this with you. And here's the great thing. We've created some graphics that are set up and ready to be shared on Instagram, Facebook, that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to worry about it. Where can they find those graphics at radical60.com that's the website for the program you can get all the information there we're going to give you all the details you need in this podcast but yeah radical60.com and you'll find the shareable graphics that are ready to go so you can challenge other people mm-hmm. you can invite other people and then you can get kind of that group accountability as we're all daily saying all right i hit my goal or oh yesterday i missed one or whatever that looks like yep the next thing you need to do um to move forward in this challenge is to follow the plan We Mm -hmm. make it really easy. It's on the website, Radical60.com. Follow the six-step plan every single day. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. All right. Um, first off, is this open to people who are not a part of Connect Church? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're listening, you know, from Texas or from South Africa or whatever, who yeah. even knows, right? Jump in. We want yes. you to be involved. So it's not just our local church family. For We have lots of people who follow us from other churches, mm-hmm. and we would love for you to share this with your Bible study, oh, your yeah. church, your friend and family Claim network, it as your whatever. Own program. Yeah, it's you yours. Don't, we don't want the credit for it. Right. We would just love to see people really get in touch with Absolutely. Jesus in this uh, early part of 2021. Yeah, and if you tag us, we might share you. Love it. Uh, Not only that, so I've got that question, but then we've got these six steps and you're going to share what they are in a moment. They can be done in any order during the day or is there like a process that you need to follow? Any order, okay. any order. Sometimes it's better if you start the day with reading scripture. Mm. And, and so we'll talk about that. That's one of the things. Um, that's the only one that I might encourage to do first thing in the day. But really, just fit it in. You have from the time that you wake up in the morning to the time that you go to sleep. That's one full day. And and get it done. It, uh, yeah, it, it's worth it. So um, that's what you need to do. Follow the plan and follow and post every single day. 
This is um, something that might be a little out of your comfort zone if you don't really get on social media every day. Now, if you're not on social media at all, but you're still wanting to do this, I would encourage you to get an accountability friend, family member, whatever, and just text them. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, I'm still doing this. And make sure they know you're not just randomly texting them. <laughs> like, but, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Get somebody on board with you and, and share that and have that accountability. But that's what your social media is for you right now. And let it be. Mm -hmm. um, and let it encourage other people around you. Yeah. So maybe it's just your stories and it disappears in 24 hours. But post every single day. And we have a calendar that you can check off. Put a little um, emoji or a uh, GIF X on the day this, that you finished and, and show your progress. Progress. And then we would encourage you to go into um, either a network, a, a social media um, group where you can share what God has been teaching you, what you've been learning through these 60 days. Because I believe me when I tell you, there's going to be some awesome stuff that comes out of this. So make sure that you're sharing those things with yeah. other people and encouraging others. We would welcome those kind of posts in our Connect group, um, Facebook group, our yeah. Connect Church Facebook group, Life Overflowing. If you search for that, we would love to see those of you that are participating in the challenge say, hey, this is what I've seen God do. That That is a great venue for that. Mm -hmm. But it could be somewhere else. You know, if you've got a text thread with people that you've been in like uh, small groups with, or, you know, even if you just want to post from your own page, I think this is an opportunity for us to really shine the spotlight on Jesus mm -hmm. in the first part of 2021. That can be hard. That can be a little bit scary. Like, but listen, I mean, people, people post daily when they're doing 75 hard. People post daily when they're doing P90X. People post daily about their diet or CrossFit or whatever it might be. Right. And so like, it's, yes, I understand it can be a little awkward to post about spiritual matters and things like that, but you'd be surprised at the number of people that will see your commitment and they'll be inspired to grow closer to God themselves. Absolutely. There's even a piece that we've made um, that you can share in your stories that lets you detail what you've accomplished. If you really want to go the extra mile, I plan on doing this every day where it has the list of the six things that we're about to get into. And next to it, you can write down what scripture you read what friend you talk to, whatever. So um, I would encourage you to do that one. Go the extra mile and just share because then you can tag people and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, like they, this is intentional. <laughs> this is what they're doing. It's really good. Amazing. Okay, so let's get into the six steps. You guys, I'm pumped for this. You do these six things every single day. You are going to grow closer to God. Number one, read one chapter of the Bible. One chapter. One chapter anywhere, any book, needs to be a part of the Bible. Okay. Um, if you're wondering, where do I start? I've never read the Bible before. This is really intimidating. We encourage you to go to the New Testament. That's the second half of the Bible. And start in John. That's a really good place. Um, John is one of the Gospels. Yeah. That tells the story about Jesus's life, his teachings, his interactions with people. And uh, it's really easy to read. Now, some chapters are going to be really short. Some of them are going to be longer. But you can read a chapter of the Bible in 15 minutes or less without any difficulty at all. It's probably quite a bit less than that for most chapters. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're like, man, you know, I just read the book of John or something like that, uh, I would encourage you, go check out the book of Proverbs. Proverbs has 31 chapters. So it'll essentially take you halfway through your, um, 
your uh, challenge, the Radical 60 mm-hmm. challenge. So Proverbs is another great place to Some read. Great stuff you can get out of Proverbs. I would encourage you not to go like pop into Leviticus or anything like that. <laughs> not because Leviticus is bad or unhelpful. It's a wonderful book and there's a lot of great stuff in there, but it is a harder book to get into, particularly for devotional reading. So I would challenge you stick to the New Testament or dip into Proverbs or something like that. The book of James is a great choice. Any of the chapters there, um, almost anything in the New Testament is going to be right up your alley for this. Right. Um, number two, that's step one. Read one chapter oh, of the sorry, Bible. Can I just, um, yes, oh, that's yeah. great. Let me also challenge you. If you're trying to develop a, a deeper Bible reading habit, uh, I highly recommend the YouVersion Bible app. They've mm, got yes. lots of programs in there, including like they have chapter a day reading plans. And it, there's nothing wrong with using an app like that, a tool like that to help you get started. So right. YouVersion, Y-O-U version in the app store, Android and Apple, it'll be a great place to go. Absolutely. Okay, step one is Read one chapter of the Bible. Um, step two, pray for five minutes or more. And this one, if you've never really prayed on your own, with people, whatever, that might be a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But you know what? There are so many things that we can be praying for. And it doesn't always need to be inward focused. It doesn't need to be about us all the time. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things outward that we can pray for. We even have a connect prayer group. It's called Connect Praise. Yeah. It's open to the public. Anyone can join it. You'll find it on Facebook. You'll find it on Facebook. And and there's so many people who are posting in there saying, this is what I'm praying for. Will you pray with me? Mm-hmm. If you need uh, an example of what to pray for, just jump in there. Spend five minutes just in quiet solitude mm-hmm. praying for whatever. Yeah. So here's what I would encourage you with that. Um, Five minutes is not a long time, but it can feel like a long time if you're not really accustomed to praying as like a daily habit. So here's what I would suggest. This seems very artificial, but it'll be helpful. Set a timer on your phone for five minutes, start it, then push your phone away and don't bother it again until the alarm goes off. Just keep talking to God until your phone Mm -hmm. tells you, hey, this five minutes is up. And if you're like, oh, I'm not quite done. There's still a couple more things I need to say. Then by all means, continue to pray. And when you're done, then great. You've already hit your five minutes. Now, if you're not used to praying and you're like, oh, I don't even know where to start. What do I say? Uh, First off, just talk to God. Just talk to him like you would normally talk to anybody. that you don't have to memorize any fancy prayers. You don't need fancy words or anything like that. If you're really struggling, let me give you three phrases that will help make sure that your prayer life is structured and robust. When you're praying, you can follow these three phrases. First off, thank you. So we always start by thanking God for who he is and what he's done. What are the blessings that are in your life right now? Let's make sure to give God credit for those. We start with thank you. Then we move on to I'm sorry, because the truth is we all make mistakes. We carry around regrets. We break God's commandments, whatever it is. And we want daily forgiveness from Mm -hmm. God. So we say thank you to him. We say, I'm sorry for like losing my temper or I'm sorry for skipping, you know, whatever I should have been doing, whatever it might be. And then the final one is please. Thank you. I'm sorry. And please. And that's where you ask God, you know, God, I need you to help me with, or my aunt has cancer. Please be with her help or whatever it is. Those three phrases, if you were to pray them every single day, you would have a really robust prayer life because Mm -hmm. that encompasses the three major themes that should be incorporated into our daily conversations with God. Right. Don't forget, God wants a relationship with you. And so- Prayer is part of that. Mm -hmm. He's speaking through his word and he's speaking through the Holy Spirit, leading you, 
but prayer isn't for him. We're not praying for God. We are praying for us so that we communicate to God, and it helps us reflect on our heart, on what's going on inside of us, and it helps us to be more in tune with the Holy Spirit and what God's plan is for us. So good. All right, that's step two, pray for five minutes. Step three, fast or follow a healthy meal plan. Mm. Now, why would we throw health and diet into this? Tell me. Well, I mean, the truth is every part of us is interconnected. You can't separate mm-hmm. your body from your mind or your soul. And so um, when we have discipline in one area of our life, it often it, it produces fruit or results in other areas of our life as well. And so what we want to do is say, okay, um, you know, I can honor God in the way that I am treating my body. And that includes the things that we put into our body, the foods and, and things like that. So this is a little bit of discipline. It's a little bit of spiritually honoring the the creator and that sort of thing. So I think it's an important thing for us to incorporate because, you know, we're not just some disembodied soul. That, like our, our physical lives matter to God. He's the one who gave them to us and we want to honor him with mm-hmm. it. I think prayer and fasting kind of go hand in hand together. And, um, Prayer and fasting can help you accept God's will. So Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights before he even began his ministry on earth. So it's important that we reflect on letting go of something that we've been either addicted to or has distracted us or has become something that we're depending on other than God. And sometimes that's just food altogether, but I'm not suggesting that you just take out food for 60 yeah, days. don't do that. Don't do that. But if you want to get really strict, you can follow something like the Daniel Fast. Um, you can Google that. That's its whole other program, and I'm not going to go into that too much. But that is a very strict um, fasting program that you could follow. For us personally, I'm going to be doing a whole 30 program for 60 days. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing intermittent fasting. I've been doing yeah. that for quite a while. I also follow a ketogenic diet. And so like the, it doesn't really matter what healthy eating program you're following. Right. The point is that you choose one and then you stick with it right. for the 60 days. Yeah. And so you can fast. You probably should consider fasting from something, whether that's food or alcohol or whatever it might be. But, yeah. um, it's, you know, it's not a requirement. The requirement is that you commit to healthy eating during this Radical mm-hmm. 60 challenge. That's right. And, and it is a strong encouragement. I want you to reflect, what is something that would actually hurt a little to give up? So maybe that is alcohol or some kind of addictive vice that you've had in your life over this last season. I know that a lot more of that has popped up because of the pandemic. And so reflect on that. What is the thing that you're like, oh, I don't know if I could give up my nightly glass of wine, or I don't know that I could get up, give up my chocolate or whatever that is. Actually reflect on why is that? And maybe that's the thing that you should be giving up for this season. Wow. Challenge thrown down. Yeah. Okay. So that's the third one. Fast and follow a healthy meal plan every single day. Number four, 45 minute physical activity. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't know this was a workout plan. It's not. But let me tell you how this plays a huge part in you growing closer to God. So in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, it says this, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Now think about this. What if 
growing closer to God and worshiping God actually was part of your health and body wellness? What if you were worshiping him as the body, the temple that he's dwelling in? And and because you are um, getting more energy, you're energized through activity, you're taking care of your heart health and your cardiovascular health, through that, you are worshiping God. And that's something more motivating than just saying, oh, I need to fit in my skinny jeans again, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So there definitely is the spiritual side of this. Of course, there's also like the, um, you know, there's the physical and mental benefits that come from eating right. well and exercising and things like that. So we want you to incorporate both of those elements as a part of the 60-day challenge. Absolutely. And again, sorry, uh, it doesn't matter what you do, right? Right? Yeah. Like if it's, you know, if you go for a walk for 45 minutes, if you do push-ups for 45 minutes, if Ooh. you, uh, yeah, whatever, um, you know, gyms are closed here in Alberta, but maybe they'll be open or where you're at, they are open. So you jump on the treadmill. The type of exercise doesn't really matter. Just the fact that you are physically more active than you would normally be in mm-hmm. a given day. Right. And so I want to dive into that for a second. It just reminded me. Um, so I'm a massage therapist and a lot of the days that I'm uh, working in that job, I'm physically active. Does that count? Well, here it could I feel a little bit like it's cheating because it's not pushing me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not doing anything I wouldn't have already been doing. It's Mm. not challenging me. So I'm actually dedicated to exercising, doing a physical activity every single day for 45 minutes aside from massage. But there are days where I get up and I'm massaging from 8 in the morning to 7 o'clock at night, and that is a long physical day. But – still throw something, you know, stretching at the end so you can go to sleep at night, something like that. Okay. So there's two more. Um, Number five, have an encouraging conversation every single day. Mm -hmm. And I think for some people, this might be the one that they feel like is optional, that doesn't really matter or is a necessity. Let me tell you how important this one is. And I think this one um, might be one of the most important ones. Your encouragement to other people matters because God loves us so much that we are called one of his, like when Jesus came to the earth and he was talking to the disciples and the disciples were like, what is the greatest commandment? He said, love God with all your heart and love people as yourself. How can we love people if we don't talk to them? Sure, yeah. How can we love people if we're not going to be the encouragement, but instead we're just, oh, I'll just like like their social media post, and that's my conversation to them for the day. No, actually have a conversation. Be the encouragement. Be Jesus to someone else every single day. You will be blown away at what that can actually do. Well, we live in such a negative world, especially right now, that um, if you're speaking life, if you're building other people up with your words or your texts or your comments or whatever it may be, those uh, it it matters. It Mm -hmm. really stands out for sure. So, yeah. Um, So you can be the encourager in a conversation. Mm -hmm. But the way this is set up is that you can also say you've accomplished this goal if you were a part of an encouraging conversation. So if somebody encourages you – 
that would count as well. Yes. And, and part of the reason is because a lot of people have real trouble receiving encouragement. Mm -hmm. There are some people that are so great at giving it, but they couldn't possibly ever receive it. Receiving it requires you to be vulnerable. It requires you to just say yes and thank you as opposed to, well, it wasn't, you know, or it's, you know, making excuses and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And so I would say giving encouragement and learning to receive it are two sides of the same coin and both of them would qualify. Now, let me ask you a couple of questions mm -hmm. um, regarding like, uh, you know, so you said that basically putting a heart emoji on somebody's um, Insta story or something like that would not qualify. No, as it's not a, a conversation. Because it's not a conversation. Okay. But if I send a text to somebody and just said, hey, I'm thinking about you. I love how, I love what a great dad you are to your kids. I see that on social media and I want you to know I really appreciate that. Would that qualify? I think that that's a really great thing and it could start a conversation, but it's not a conversation. A conversation is two ways. Okay. So a text is a text, and you're sending out an encouraging text to someone. A conversation is feedback. A conversation is this person said this, and the other person is interacting with you. So if you start a text message, you're encouraging someone, hey, I just want to. But I would encourage you to go a step for forward and maybe ask a few questions. I was thinking about you today. How is X in your life? Um, you know, how has that been going I was wanting to pray for you. Can can we talk about it for a minute? That initiates a conversation. Mm -hmm. But just saying, "Hey, I was just thinking about you." That that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, it's not that's fair. it's not doing anything. Yeah, appreciate that. Um I would really encourage you to just pick up the phone and call. Mm -hmm. Like everything is is posted these days. Um I know for people younger than us, it's really awkward to pick up the phone and actually have a conversation. Some people are really weirded out by that these days. Um but really, like when you put put the phone to your ear and call your sister, your best friend, that person that you're really trying to get to know and you get to know them for longer, I'm not going to put a time limit on it. But just make sure that it's encouraging and pay attention to your words because this might be an identifier for you. When you're picking up the phone and you're calling your friend or whoever and everything is a vent, then that's going to be self-reflecting on, is God really working through you and breathing through you? Are you growing closer to God because you're just venting all the drama, all the trouble, every heartache that you've ever had? That's not the purpose of this. Don't call your friend to vent. Call your friend to either be an encouragement or ask for encouragement. Yeah, that's good. Can I um, encourage somebody that's in my own house? So like if you and I have an, a conversation, which I'm encouraging you, that would count for the day, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I had one more question, but I don't remember what it is. So <laughs> yeah, we'll roll on. Cool. Okay. Last one. Mm -hmm. um, oh, sorry. I yeah. know what it was. It wasn't a question. I was going to say something. Um, the reason that some people are going to find this one the most difficult mm -hmm. is because it's the only one of the six that requires you to include someone else. Oh, yeah. It's the only one. The rest of them you can do all by yourself and, um, you know, you don't have to involve anybody. But this one you actually have to get somebody incorporated into right. and that's going to make it harder. So you need to be intentional about making it happen. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, this last one is the one that I'm most excited about. Um, so number six, every single day do a spiritual growth exercise. Mm -hmm. Immediately, you're like, what's that? Um, we have made a list of 12 things that count for this. And um, you're going to pick one of these or multiple if you want to just go for it and get the gold star, whatever. But um, 12 things, and it's on our website 
Radical60.com and you can read about them, but we're going to go through them really quickly. So um, do every single day a spiritual growth exercise. Pray out loud with someone. It's not as hard as you think. Just do it. Just try it. Listen to a Christian podcast. There's lots of them out there. Watch an online sermon. Go to YouTube. Follow some churches. Find one. Read 10 pages of a Christian book. This can be um, audiobooks, but it has to be nonfiction. How are you going to read 10 pages on an audiobook? You kind of know how many pages. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, all right, whatever. Like, what do listen we want to say? Listen to an audiobook for a little bit. For, for like 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Listen to an audiobook if we want to put that on there. Attend a Bible study group. Mm-hmm. This can be on Zoom or whatever your groups and your church is doing, or it can be in person. Attend a church service. This one has a stipulation. It needs to be in person. And here's why. You can watch an online sermon, and that's basically online church. But being in person for a service is being around a community and worshiping with other people, and that helps us grow spiritually. So if your church is up and running and and meeting together, awesome. We're about a month or so away from that for ourselves because we're renovating a new building. But meet and attend in a church service together. Okay, moving forward. Listen to worship music. Lots of different playlists that you can listen to on Spotify or Apple Music. Okay, start from moving forward. Moving forward. Quit moving. Uh, it's not me. It is you. It's your, it's this. All right, moving forward. Listen to worship music. There's lots of playlists. Just Google Christian worship music um, on Spotify, Apple Music. Tons of options YouTube. there. Yep, YouTube. Um, give financially to your local church. I want to sit here for a second because you're like, oh, are you talking about money? Giving to a charity is awesome. You can give to the hospital, children's charities, whatever, building wells in Africa. But giving to your church is different. One, it's stretching you and it's helping you um, to put faith into your giving. And these financial gifts um, that go to your local church are helping to spread the gospel of Jesus. And it is our challenge and it is our call It is what God is asking of us to be plugged into a local church and to faithfully give to the local church. So that's that's one of them. Um, Serve with your local church. If you think that they don't need you, think again. Every single church needs extra hands, and your willingness to serve makes all the difference. And I'll say this can happen whether your church is having in-person services or not. You can't attend a church that's obviously not having in-person services, but you can definitely serve. There are things that you could do at Connect Church despite the fact that we're not gathering on Sundays right now. Right. Um, Journal what God is teaching you. Um, Just write it down. Make sure you're documenting it. Do an anonymous act of generosity. I love this one. Why is it anonymous? Because when we give anonymously, it keeps our motivations in check. A lot of times we're just doing it so that we can be seen on social media or with a group of people or whatever. Look how awesome I am because I gave. No, it's not about that. And it's why we give anonymously because it's not about us and what we can do. It's about what God is doing and the bigger picture. So um, give Give anonymously and do an act of generosity. Um, Forgive someone who has wronged you. 
This is the last one. And I know that one settles uncomfortably for some people. And you're like, I don't even know how to do that. This might be a daily thing for you mm-hmm. that you have to do. It's not once and done, but it's a continual action. And one of the most difficult things that we're ever going to do is to attempt to forgive someone that who doesn't recognize that they've done something wrong to us, right? It's a humbling reminder that God does this for us every single day. And and when we can move into that mindset, when we can forgive others, we are actually becoming more like Jesus. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so real quick, walk me through the six things that you're doing. We're not explaining them. Just tell me, what are the six? Six things. Read one chapter of the Bible every day. Pray for five minutes or more every day. Fast or follow a healthy meal plan every day for 60 days. Um, 45 minutes of a physical activity every day. An encouraging conversation with at least one person could be you're encouraging or they're encouraging and one spiritual growth exercise. All right. Six steps over 60 days to help you jumpstart your spirituality. Now, let me ask you, what happens if I don't get all six done in a day? It's fine. You don't have to go back to day one, Okay, but you do have to start that day over. So if I get three days in, I'm on day three and I didn't get to have an encouraging conversation, the following day on what would have been day four, I'm actually just going to repeat day three. And I will keep repeating day three until I'm able to complete all of them. Yeah, because the the six of them together are very important. And that's what's going to help propel you to really be growing and stretching. Awesome. Okay, that's helpful. Yep. All right, what else do we need to know? Um, that's pretty much it. Everything's on the website that you need, including all of the graphics, all of the details. Share, share, share away. And it's on Radical60.com. Um, we want to hear your stories. Mm-hmm. Share with us. Hey, we're going to be doing it here. Our staff is going to be doing yep. it. We want to encourage you guys to jump in, get involved. Like this is such a helpful and good thing that you can do for yourself. Uh, many of you don't set resolutions um, because you know you're probably not going to keep them anyway. But this is a program. It's not just a resolution. It's not just a wish. Not just a, oh, I, I'd like to be better. This is an opportunity for you to grow spiritually, physically, emotionally, and in every other way that matters during this first part of the new year. Yes. So, Please get involved. Go visit Radical60.com to get more details and post about it on social media. We'll see you there. 